put a mustache on Boober Fraggle and call him Gallagher Crosby, attorney at law. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 450 of the Geek Cast Leader Drink Podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rabase. Not Cartoon Joe! And that was Nico. And we are 50 episodes away from our 500th. From a foot long sub at Subway. Sometime. Let's see. It's a, we got one, two, three, four. Right? If you have your Geekcast Live punch card handy, or if you've been keeping track, you're almost to a party sub there. We got about close. 15 episodes left this season, which means middle. I don't even year? know if we're going to hit it next year, 500, because we only do about, well, no, we probably will towards the end we, of we, next we, year. I, I think it would Are be you probably hold- close to three in. Yeah. Are you holding a Nerf bullet like a writing utensil? It's a Nerf, yeah, it's a Nerf dart. I just found on the ground in a room where there are no Nerf guns. You're holding so, like a cigarette or or a number two pencil. I'm switching between, well, I'm left. I'm lefty, so you never can tell what I'm doing with the thing in my fingers. Um, <laughs> or in your butt. Or cool. butt. Mm. Never know what I'm doing. Hey, what are you doing with that finger in your butt? You never know. <laughs> Checking you the right in mid, Right in mid-course life. <laughs> You're doing a course light too. Cheers to you. I am. It's an aggressively hey, average today? Wednesday, everybody. Hey, it is right, right in my, right in my car. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Rob, speaking of Wednesdays, it's made you smile this week, buddy. Uh, Enrique Tario, but also, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also more speaking of things, fingers in somebody's butt. Geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but on a uh, less, um, I don't know, uh, antagonistic side of things, uh, I have been uh, uh, doing a bunch of coding in my intro C class. It's great. It's fine. Uh, I'm, it's been a while since I've done anything with C. Um, a lot of it's coming back, which is really nice. Um, we are currently working on just like building simple calculators uh, in C. And there's uh, a warm place in my heart where once upon a time, while working alongside Ryan and another friend of ours, I sat down and programmed out a calculator once before. Uh, And so I'm having both fond memories and like um, Vietnam style flashbacks. I still I still have those uh, flash drives with all that code on them. If you I might steal that at some point in time, it's in Python. So I'd have to do a little bit of like tinkering with the syntax. But like I could probably easily like pilfer a bunch of that stuff. And if you could name (laughs) if you could name a coding program, Mm -hmm. I get to like actually name it. It's your. Yeah. And you yeah. like someone chose Python. Yeah. What would you name yours? Ooh, uh, excellent question. I suppose uh, it would be dependent on what it was for. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Armored Core right now, 
And there is a um, program in there that's named All Mind, and I fucking love that. Yeah. So it's a great name. Yeah, no, that, big fan of All that Mind. same friend that you were talking about was really big into the um, what was the uh, like the freeware that was big around that time, where it was like open source code, uh, Linux. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Linux. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Linux is open source. Yeah, the big Linux guy. Uh, Linux super fun. Uh, definitely requires a bit of a learning curve uh because it's open source and there's so much that you can do with it uh and it's one of those things that like if you've got very little uh understanding of like programming or like installation of different kinds of modules and stuff it can seem pretty overwhelming but the amount of shit that you can do with it pretty impressive uh so yeah programming fucking dig it uh nick what about you what has made me smile, boy? Um, today is today. Today is the sixth. I. It's true. Of no. I, I guess. September? I guess fantasy football draft week. Historically, yeah. the uh, last week of August into the first week of September is is known in the industry as draft week. That's where like seventy percent of drafts happen, obviously. Uh, and you know, That's pretty. Nice pretty involved in that so it's always uh it always feels a bit anticlimactic for all the sort of brainstorming and mocking and mock drafting and like uh, planning that goes into it but uh i i enjoy it so that's about the only damn thing though, it's that, one of those uh, things that you you plan for so intensively only and then for most of the time plans the plan to doesn't be fucking matter right out the window yeah as soon as you get a chance like, to. Ex- yeah. <laughs> Pretty much uh, every so many sexual escapade of the last 15 years of my life. Intense <laughs> planning, short burst, yeah. and high I do that thing with my thumbs of... where I pull her panties off, and the next thing you know, you don't have thumbs. Right. It's so fucking weird. Right. <laughs> right. I was going to say that she's not wearing panties, which... Is yeah. that a David Blaine trick? Then you don't know what to do. With your thumbs, right. I, yeah, you I'm around. I'm shockering. I'm whoopsing. I get. I'm getting slapped. Yep, Mexican hayrides. Poorly. Yeah. Just... How many different Boy. leagues are you? Uh, are are you in this year, Nick? You know, my asking. Just one or a couple of? Them? Uh, I no. I, I am in. I'm doing five. Like money. Jesus. Leagues. Fun. Yeah. May you profit many, in all of them. Uh, I hope so. I I try to kick the uh, I try to kick the habit of the home league mm-hmm. um, that Ryan and I are in together because it's full of absolute miscreants. That's right. It's 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 all it's all like either sharks or goons. Yeah, sure. I shouldn't right. care because it, it is the least skill leveled one of all of them. But I I, I can't I can't quit it. I do. I do very much want to beat them, all of them, so badly. <laughs> oh man! Excellent, uh, Ryan. I cannot. Miley. You know how like time is like a broken wheel or whatever they say. Yeah, it's a, a soup. I don't know. Time is a soup. Wheel of time. So says yeah. the time shrimp. There's a, there's a. Yeah, there is a wheel of time. Um, I can't remember if I. I said last week that the thing that uh, made me smile was the Cubs game I went to. 
Sure. I can't remember if I talked about that or not. And I think, I think so. that was just one week ago. This sounds right. Pretty sure that was early August. <laughs> I, I don't think so. No, <laughs> Nick, it's the one I went to with you. Yeah, we did talk about it. The mango beers. Never mind. Yeah, I've, mango I've, Heineken and, and I'm the fully caught up now as to where I actually am in the in the time, time space soup. continuum soup, right? Yeah. Which has barley in it this year. It's very nice. It's like hey, a, hell yeah. Last year um, they tried cilantro. Mm. I was More going. Hearty. It's almost like a stew. I was going to say it is like a stew, like a time stew. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Hold on, let me get it right. It was right there. Chucky yeah. Style. <laughs> Campbell's chunky Campbell's chunky chunky times too. Yeah, I'd buy a can. Campbell's chunky's time. Fuck, I can't say that. Campbell's no, chunky yeah, times too. Campbell's chunky style. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Campbell's got a chunky style. That's a family guy bit there. Holy shit. Anyway, anyway. with an update on the soup. How do you like it? Chunky. chunky. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't talk about fantasy football either because uh you know too much of that spoils the time stew. Um so what Blackie, what's the weather forecast? What has, go right. what am I smiling? Oh, you know what? I missed that show. I may I uh Labor Day weekend was fantastic mm-hmm. uh for me. We had we had family in for the most of it, and it was it was uh it was very good. But I am gonna say what what I am geeking on the most is the sport of soccer. Where are we going with this show? I don't even know. Uh, we're putting uh, we've had we're two put... Leslie Nielsen's and a whole <laughs> lot of marks on Lynch. We're gonna put so the far. plugs in and then we're gonna we're gonna shift it into another gear and we're gonna talk about Ahsoka on Disney yeah. Plus. Speaking of Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, question for you. Yeah. I'm I'm here. Ask um, away. Where would you go if you were looking for like like knee pads and hair ties, but like they had our slogans and logos on them and stuff. I don't um, know. Volleyballmag.org. Oh, you went that volleyball, doesn't sound right. which is nice. I no. was thinking maybe what? a lion's den, but in lieu of going to mm. an adult sex shop, maybe we go to Threadless. Maybe we go specifically to gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com? com. Could I get a Could I get a, a hat rack? I believe so. Can I, just, I get the shower curtain? Yeah. What about stickers? Nope. Oh, okay. There's How about stickers. a notebook? Yes. Fantastic. That's if I went there, could I possibly <laughs> Could I possibly get a discount? Yes. How could I do that? We'd have to create a discount code. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> GCLThreadless.com. So, Rob, as promised. And uh, we're back. I, I came home tonight and I, I finished watching the first episode of Ahsoka. I started watching the second episode of Ahsoka and then I, I changed the channel. But um, <laughs> as promised, I think even Nick did his homework and watched an episode. And we're here to talk to you about it. Hell yeah. I watched the entirety of the first episode. Excellent. All right. I'm curious about your guys' thoughts, because boy, do I fucking have them. So I want to say right up front, for our, we kind of had a little bit of a conversation earlier today over text. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the characters. I've seen sure. all of Rebels. 
I have admittedly seen none of Clone Wars. Sure. So I, and I love Dave, I love that Dave Filoni is trying to do his best as the spiritual successor to George Lucas. Sure. All of these things I'm enjoying. I fell asleep a half hour into that first episode. And I begrudgingly finished it this afternoon. And I started watching the second one and just didn't have it in me. I think it's boring as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's predictable it's, as fuck. Well, sure. But I don't think that Star Wars... Well, that's a lie. Because uh, I was going to say that I'm not sure that Star Wars is necessarily crazy with being like unpredictable. But the whole Darth Vader I would thing. say like the biggest movie. Yeah, the, the biggest time. reveal like in right. cinema history. history. <laughs> like that's... Yeah, all right. But like we said in the chat, it's the, it's the post-Disney Lucasfilm is just incredibly lazy. That's my take. I, it's you know with with all the budget known to man, you know we're just going to CGI everything and we're just going to regurgitate the most the most low hanging fruit of plot points. Ah yes, another hidden map. Well, mm. for what it's worth, mm. in the defense it's, of it's the Disney products, mm. in the defense of the the Disney movies, I would say that it's not like. They've gone at great lengths to not do CGI everything. Like the amount of practical effects that they have in pretty much everything is goddamn ridiculous. Like the, obviously there's going to be CGI involved, but like I, I think that's being a little just disingenuous towards it. But that being said, uh, I only I think, said that because I was thinking about it earlier. As and this is true, it's a true story. I, I happened to be moving around some stuff in the living room, and there was. I, I, as you guys knew from the chat, I uncovered like a trove of old Star Wars toys. Mm -hmm. And I had some of the like equipment out, which my little daughter was playing with. Hell which yeah. made me think of why, in my opinion, is one of the foundational tenets of why the original Star Wars trilogy and the Lord of the Rings and even to some degree, like more contemporarily Game of Thrones. Part of what makes them such grand spectacle and classic is their use of live prop uh, yeah. and wardrobe and things of that nature. Now, I'm not saying that you have to make everything, you know, live and not use technology. That's that'd be stupid. Um, but but things can easily come out yeah, looking like I, the Phantom Menace compared to. Later, yeah, things. yeah, or older, and, and I, 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 I got that feeling a few times in that first episode of Ashoka that, like, man, this is pretty, this is pretty I think, bland. I think that's in here. fair enough. I think that the thing that really kind of catches me off about um, Ahsoka, and I feel like I've noticed this trend in a couple of their series here lately, specifically like with the Mandalorian, but. With it's just so deeply interconnected with everything else, and it's Star Wars, it's a big universe, there's tons of lore there, that's great, but like it's so interconnected with the shows that um, it's rooted from that I, I could see it being really difficult to try and um, become nearly as attached to these characters that you're just kind of presented with and get rolled forward with. Um, 
because you're supposed to already have some sort of pre-built attachment. Like it, there's not a whole lot of um, self-containment that I've felt so far. But Nick, having not watched Rebels, I'm kind of curious. Like, do you do you get any of that vibe? Am I just like supposing for other people, or does that does um, that track at all? I mean, just. Uh... To some degree, when you don't know what you don't know, you, you sure. just sort of, there's some conjecture. Um, I know just enough about Rebels and Clone Wars to, to to know some of the characters, but I don't know the depth of the characters. I don't really know their, their, like, their arc or anything like that. Sure. They, I, I, I know I, Thrawn sorry. from the books. So, I mean, I see that's like, they're dangling that name out there. Um there's so, a yeah, it, they I think they did a they did hand service to the like the common man who's just tuning into Ahsoka with mm -hmm. the uh when they when they tried to introduce Sabine. Sure. Um kind of letting you know about the rebels. They really don't they're they're assuming the audience just knows who Ahsoka is. Sure. Um, which she's one of the bigger characters um, these days. Characters these days. So that's yeah. that's fine. Um, but like Sabine, like, like I think that she's fantastic. She's probably one of my more favorite characters. I also, also think that we shouldn't be scared about going into spoilers for episode one here. If you want to actually talk sure, about I, a little bit in depth, so if you haven't seen it and it interests you, just turn off now. We haven't really done anything uh, yet, but I, I, I plan on speaking to some things. So sure. Um, I thought there were a lot of great things about the introduction of Sabine, but like, yeah, I do kind of feel like, uh, I, I just feel like the whole step of getting to know characters a little bit, um, is kind of being brushed past, um, just, just because you're, you're expected to kind of know these characters a little bit already. And I suppose that could be fine. I don't necessarily need whole, like, We've already got origin stories for them. Go watch Rebels, but um, uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it wouldn't kind kill of a show like this, though, to do a um, and Star Wars has always tried to do it with like the opening scrawl, you know. Sure. But it wouldn't. It couldn't have killed them to do a uh, a little more exposition as to like why are Ahsoka and Hera Syndulla so familiar with each other. Instead of just sure. throwing them in a scene together and giving them a rapport, you yeah. know, it, it couldn't have hurt, especially if you're going to give me an hour long first episode. Sure. Uh, an hour long first episode filled with a whole lot of nothing. Sure. Yeah, like I, I guess it definitely wasn't nearly as much of a bang as I thought it would be. But I do like we, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't mind it being a slow burn. I do kind of wish there was a little bit more um that I could really chomp into, but uh I I feel like with knowing that Thrawn's in the background and they've got all of this big stuff planned, uh I'm kind of fine with just letting it simmer for a little bit because I feel like it's going to escalate incredibly rapidly. By the time that you get to episode three, even it's already um I say like moving in a very clear direction. We already knew basically what the direction was, but like now we're seeing the like 
the plot line up and how it's going to be going in that direction. Um, and I'm very me, intrigued with that. So you have you seen all four episodes that are currently available? I haven't seen this week, so I haven't seen okay. the fourth one yet, but so I've seen the first if, three. If, if we could all agree that the first one is just your garden variety bell pepper. Sure. What is episode two? Is it a jalapeno? Is it, um, is it uh, another bell pepper, but just this one's red and the other one was green? I thought the bell, bell pepper, pepper. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to do this with peppers, but I thought that the <laughs> second episode was pretty spicy. Uh, show title. I don't know how to do this. In peppers. I don't know how to do this in peppers. Uh, I thought the second episode was pretty spicy. Um, it focused quite a bit more um, on Ray Stevenson and Europop Apprentice, um, <laughs> who I'm an enormous fan of both of those characters. But like, I'm really interested in seeing like more about them, who they are, what exactly their angle is on this, because they. <laughs> They just kind of seem like outliers. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Uh, I can't remember his, uh, uh, Ray Stevenson's character's name, but uh, he seems like some sort of like dark and f like fallen Jedi, but not necessarily interested in being a Sith. And I don't know how involved he was with the Empire previously what his angle is he's a really fascinating character i am genuinely upset that ray stevenson's dead i do I like love him. to have seen more of him i like him as an actor and i i i do like Very much. The, i do like um those two characters who like they aren't inquisitors mm -hmm. um but yet they also aren't uh jedi or sith but they are force users and he's clearly ex Jedi, well, right? He's an ex Jedi. Yeah, they they so, said that in episode one. So yeah. he uh, he's yet an. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago too. At least this season, at some point, he's he's yet another survivor of Order sixty six. Yeah. Um, which I, I I'm fine with that. I think that's no, cool. I know. It just, like as, especially as time this goes on, out, I'm kind of more, more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But what takes? I mean, I could see where you could be dis, where you'd be disenfranchised with all of it, and just become a fucking like a force merc. Yeah. Um, you think I, he's got a redemption arc in there? Oh man, I hope not. I I'm really fascinated by them. I want them to be just bad guys. like. From start I finish. want them to just be bad guys. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fascinating. Like maybe maybe if we want to have some growth in some direction, one way or the other, Growing bad the apprentice. But like, I'm totally fine with them just growing bad. Like, yeah, I'm I'm so cool with that. Yeah, give me some fucking just genuine bad guys. Give me, you know, a small Darth Vader, <laughs> tiny Darth, tiny Darth, or as as my dad calls him, Darth Vadar. Yeah, of course he does. God, my lord. Hey, is that oh. the one? Is that the one with Darth Vadar? Yeah, he'll, he'll say. Always has been. Or throw uh, a remote at him. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I just, I just wish it was a little. I don't know if you're gonna. There's a lot of scenes where characters stare at each other. Sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope it picks up. I want it to pick up. I want to like the show. I really do. Any 
characters that you guys particularly enjoy so far? Um, no. Or interested in getting to know more? Really, none. Uh, there wasn't much in the first episode. Really. That's fair. I suppose I don't know how much wide the wider the cast gets over the next couple of episodes. Like it does. Like there are some fun cameos and like some other characters are introduced, but um, you've met most of the main characters so far. Not even the fucking sociopath droid. Chopper, which not one? Hu Yang. I like Hu Yang. Uh, Hu Yang's the Jedi droid, the silver one that walks around and is snooty. Very snooty. He's very. He it's like voiced uh, by David Tennant. Yeah, he is, it okay. is, isn't it? All right, it is David Tennant. I I mm. genuinely love that droid. He was one of the characters that showed up very briefly for like an episode or two, maybe tops, during the Clone Wars. Uh, and he's just this droid that flies around in this Jedi ship and takes Jedi Padawans, like little kids, out to uh, places to go get their lightsaber crystals, and then just builds lightsabers with them. And that's what he did up until a Jedi Holocaust. Oh, that's that's where that's right. That's, that's where, where he's from. Yeah, story of Ray Stevenson's. I've only seen one of these in five hundred years. Yeah, exactly. He was he was the the droid who helped everybody build their lightsabers. So he's just got a huge catalog of lightsabers. He's like uh, like space Ollivander. Yeah, Sp- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The three PO of violence. Great show wow. title. Wow, great show title. I'll I'll maybe watch one more. I'll give it one more because it seems family friendly. But uh, I was I was sort of underwhelmed uh, for one episode. I especially with this being like the thing that Dave Filoni is like. These are these are characters that he has been building up for several years, like maybe decade or two, maybe a decade at this point. and it's all building up to the big culmination movie that's the crossover event or whatever, um, so far as we understand, at least. Um, that's this the thing? Is the, this is the thing. Yeah, so far as I knew, there was going to be like a... Um, oh, is like, it like a movie where it's like The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka? Sort of, yeah. And it's dealing it's with... Star Wars like, Avengers? Sort of dealing with you know the the Dark Empire or Thrawn and stuff like that, um, in a bigger context. So k- kind of kicking off something in that direction, I-, I could see wanting to start it with a little bit more of a bang. And it was yeah a simmer. And like I said, I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but uh, it would have been cool for something shit wild crazy to happen in the well, first and it, episode and it didn't it's not like it started slow it started with the world's largest explosion of three droids and so it's not like it didn't it's it literally started with a bang all right fair um, enough but it that was it and then mm-hmm. it was and that's all that scenes what it's like six minutes long yeah it's 54 minutes of like Ahsoka staring out a window, Ahsoka staring over her left shoulder, Ahsoka staring out of a window, Sabine staring in her room, and I fell asleep. And I, I and it wasn't like intentional. I just I couldn't 
I couldn't yeah. stay awake any longer. I wanted yeah. to. And like I said, I watched it tonight and it kept my attention at least to finish the episode. And then I started episode two and was like, man, I just, I got, I, I took a, like I yawned and was like, I got to turn this off. Yeah. It's just, I got to do something else. For yeah. The, like, like get the blood cocaine. pumping. Yeah. Damn. Which I don't know. I'm maybe sure that cocaine and Ahsoka, Ahsoka go well together. Rad. Mm. So yeah. I don't hate the characters. I definitely don't hate Dave Filoni. I love his hat. Sure. Um, he does love that hat. I just, uh, I just, I just, I want it to, I really, really want it to pick up for me. I turned it off when um, Europop Apprentice and um, Ray were in like the planetarium. Sabine? Nope. Ray. Uh, Ray. Oh, Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Sorry, when I they was were like, they were Ray's not like, even born yet. No, like, like it was it was Ray, and it was uh, the uh, the Europop <laughs> apprentice, following. and it was like Ming Na Wen, and they were in mm -hmm. the uh, they were in like the like the Jedi planetarium on the beach, yeah. and I was like, I gotta fucking change the channel. Fair enough. I don't know long like how long I can watch them gaze at the holograms. I just I don't know too much gazing. Naval, not enough gazing as far as I'm concerned. Not enough. We could use like enough. a solid ten percent more gazing, and one gazing ten percent. Yeah. Mm. Anybody have one of those in their garden, or know anybody who does? A gazing ball. A gazing ball. Oh, a gazing ball, like a yeah. palantir. Kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say like a backyard palantir. The back, god damn it, that's another <laughs> show. I backyard palantir. Oh, I'll man. get one for each of your houses. Please do. Be I'll, it'll just cool. it'll be in my yard. It'll be covered with a big like a cloth, and I'll yeah. never. <laughs> right. I, and it'll just tempt me. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm fucking burning my son on an oil fire when he's still alive and eating cherry tomatoes like they're my last ones. <laughs> Like they're the last ones in the world, right? Like I know we're all going to die because I've seen it in the gazing ball. Uh, like I really, really, really think I should eat with my nose or ears, but I'm going to try and do it this human way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never done before. So I, I right. squish the cherry tomato moments in front of my mouth, right? Yep. Mm. It's for and I just measured distance with time, so that created some sort of paradox. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it'll be. Yeah. Time is um, the, with, with the, the whole point of space-time uh, is the two things are indistinguishable. So, true. Ryan, what are you geeking on this week? It's Chicago Cubs baseball, buddy. That's what I'm Again? geeking on this week. Yep. Yes. Well, no, not going to the game with dear friends and loved ones. It's just the general tenor of this team. I love them. They are fucking fun to watch man and they're in every game and every pitch matters and i love watching relevant cubs baseball in september it is a treat and it doesn't happen all the time with that so it's fun knowing that no matter like at the end of the day whether we have volleyball or softball or softball or baseball or fucking soccer or whatever it is my kids are doing when we come home Cubs baseball is going to be on the TV because it is, it's must watch. We're a pennant race, baby. Game and a half back. Relevant from, NL from Central the Brewers. Baseball. And hey, uh, last I checked, 
right now it is uh brewers in the division cubs in the wild card reds in the wild card so at the nl central uh i'm bullish they're getting after it i'm bullish on the nl central i'm proud of them proud of them boys so and um college football's back that can't be overlooked i hope i didn't steal what you're geeking on this week nick because uh i don't know if you've seen what's going on out in colorado yeah but uh, i was gonna use that for lack of anything else but well i'll let you i'll let you take it then what are, what are you geeking on nick um <laughs> not the, college thirteenth century thirteenth century works of uh of of French, uh, well yes uh, amateur astronomer and pornographer uh vance Dufuy. um <laughs> oh you too that's fucking weird yeah well you know it's been it's been that's up, what i was geeking on this week but because I am a, a macho American, I'm going to cover that under the guise of watching the Colorado Buffaloes as 20-point dogs uh, put the whoops to TCU in the kickoff of the college football season. They're, uh, they're 22nd in the AP poll right now. Deion. I, I kind of like Deion Sanders. He's kind of a guy that like, gets after it. Yeah, I like what player, he's doing. As a coach, as, a, as an announcer, commentator, he, he goes for it. He's I like what he's doing that, for college football. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to change the landscape he's a bit. Putting his money where his mouth is, but Ari is. Well, shit. I mean, the Pac-12 is disintegrated. The Big Ten is the Big Sixteen. Fucking, it, there's a lot of shakeups in college football. So to have like a a kind of a a middle finger to the establishment. Mm-hmm. going on out west is only good for for the game it's uh, cool to okay. me oh. because like uh like there's no captains on that team did you know that i didn't there's either you Makes know how sense, like a, yeah you know how you put like a c on like your shoulder on your shoulder pad to be mm-hmm. the captain there's l's and there's d's on his team there's either leaders or dogs <laughs> Like good dogs or bad dogs? I I think dog with I think a that's subjective. Like, like D A W G yeah. Yes. Um, and All the right. fact that they got a guy playing both ways. Um, the fact that they put a whoop and stick on TCU to is a is a pretty big, uh, exclamation point and feather in your cap. But then to say things like "We're up twenty-one, do your dance, we'll take the flag." Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Mm. You just scored your you, we just scored our fourth touchdown. Take we'll take the penalty. Fucking get excited about it. Who cares? I love that. And I think his dude, his players love it too, obviously. So yeah. you're wondering what it's gonna do for recruiting. Pick it up. That's what's good. How how many guys are gonna uh turn down the like premier school quarterback gig to go play for Colorado. I don't think they are, but I don't think that's who he's going after. He's building his lineup out of like three and four star guys that have just enough chip on their shoulder to fucking to, go to play. maintain the level of like hunger that he wants. He's not going to get five star, mostly five star guys, uh, at least not yet. But he his roster is a lot of transfers, a lot of JUCOs, a lot of like guys who have been We've got that chip, and then you know, you you infuse some of that 
swagger that he brings and, and you've got you're kind of cooking with gas <laughs> did you so. watch the thing when he when he first showed up at colorado when he got his yeah. football team in the room and said like hit that transfer portal because a yeah. lot of you fuck a lot you, of you guys will be you here. uh I like you. Fuck you. You're cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wild. College football. Uh, Rob. Uh, Rob. You're kicking on, buddy. Beat that. Armored core. Giant you're not allowed, you're fucking not to robots. Armored core or more Giant fucking robots. It is oh, incredible. I have beat the game twice now. Uh have been diving into a bunch of the PvP online shit. Uh, feels great, plays great. Giant robots. It's hard to not love. There are explosions everywhere. There are just ungodly amounts of numbers that you can sit and crunch if you want to do really in-depth building for different kind of designs. Uh, shit's hot. Is this on Scratches. Steam? It's on Steam. Yeah, Ryan, you would fucking hate it. <laughs> you would. would I hate? Are you, you saying would. that sarcastically? No, I mean, I mean, uh, probably literally. It's such a fast-paced fucking tweak shooter that you basically need to be on crack to be able to play it any sort of efficiently. It's and I, and I need like an eight hundred dollar so joystick. Yeah, well, I mean, you could, you could. I play it. I just play it on an Xbox controller, so you could get away with playing it on a a controller fairly well. I have seen some like either $800 joystick throttle setups, or right. this is also the game that you'll see in like pods at like Gen like, Con. Like the mall? Sure, or at, at the mall, yeah. This, uh, really? That's this Battle game? Tech, Battle Mac, yeah. Hmm. So this is the, the newest uh, rendition of those. Gotcha. Games, or this this specific series. So big fan would, could if you like crazy, fast-paced tweak shooters that you get to build robots for countless un- untold hours man uh, i was i was uh i was uh i played a lot of the og mech warrior on my mm-hmm. computer in the early 90s so or not oh yeah no mech warrior yeah yeah mech warrior absolutely yeah. that's another one of the the big ones that you'll see potted out everywhere yeah. good shit quality shit well that was, that was we are like we are we are coming in by the by the end of the plugs here or by the end of the uh the, yeah, the end of the show plugs here. We're going to come in right under an hour. That was beautiful. It's too sweet. Too sweet. I'm proud of us. Too sweet. Anyway, if you liked what you heard, you want to hear more of it, best thing you could do, give us five stars wherever you listen to us. Tell us um, what you think about um, college sports. Uh, more importantly, um, what you would change the mascot um, from Alabama to, because... It's confusing to me. And why should it be uh, giant mech warriors? And why isn't it? Ooh, why is it, it an should elephant? Fucking absolutely be yeah. giant mech warriors. Yeah. God, What's that's incredible. What's a crimson tide? If if not just like a seventy foot tall fucking steel slab with a rocket on its shoulder? Yes. Yeah. Like a goddamn like Alabama Jaegers. Hell yeah. If you want to send us Holy pictures of shit. your giant fucking robots and shit, you could do so at any of the socials. All you have to do is search at Geekcast Live. And you can also check out our website at violentpress.com. And then there's also a Patreon where you can send us money for potential things. Robots. Um, that's patreon.com slash geekcast live. And you can buy merch with our shirt, our shirts and faces on them. Mm. Yeah, we'll still 
Yeah, with with soon to be giant robots, probably not. But God damn it, I'm I would be here for it. Joe, make us some giant robot shirts. Uh, says, and that is it just says giant robot shirt. I would be totally fine. Or this is my giant <laughs> am, robot. Shirt. I am. I would absolutely get one of those. It's uh, a, or it's, Alabama it's, Jaegers. It's the borderline Alabama Lakers. Jaegers. Yes. It's it's, it's the uh, it's the logo for where you where you can um drop and drag in artwork mm-hmm. and, it, and it just it just says drag artwork of giant robot here as if we just forgot hey, to do it and sent it to the you printer. know what i am totally fine with all of or the options. alabama jaegers uh same colors it's, it's got to be like the crimson and cream but yeah uh, they're just you can not find all of that stuff gcl.threadless.com at gcl.threadless.com oh gcl.threadless.com mm-hmm. i got you so anyway, call your grandparents. Um, that's for um, Feed your dogs. See you in hell. Sure. Working that one out. Bye, Joe. Donkey shames. Donkey shame. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bust, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person. But the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.